Hello, I'm Emma Legan, a graduate student in the Anthropology Department at The Ohio State University. Thank you for joining us for the third series of A Story of Us, Our Humanity, History, and Department. Before we launch into our new series topic, Death, I'll let our new co-host introduce herself. Hi, I'm Alex Tuggle. I'm a second-year master's student, and I'm primarily interested in health, stress, and disease, whether in the dead or the living. I'm currently investigating frailty in a medieval Polish skeletal sample. And as always, this podcast is hosted entirely by the graduate students at The Ohio State University's Anthropology Department. In our last series, we discussed childhood and growth, and with this series, we are going to talk about the end of life, death, almost as if to bookend the life process. Death can be a sad topic, but it's a part of life that every person experiences either because someone they are close to passes away or they're approaching their own death. We do want to preface this topic with some general information about how anthropologists discuss death and work with both human and animal skeletal remains in a respectful, scholarly way. Anthropology is, simply put, the study of humans, so we need to study all aspects of life, which includes inevitable death. The living community's reactions to death are also very important. Think of different funerals you've attended, or the different customs between cultures that you may have learned about from books or documentaries. Both Emma and I work with human skeletal remains, so we would like to talk about how we handle human remains very briefly. Bioarchaeologists that excavate human remains at sites are trained to be meticulous when removing skeletons to maximize the data collected, but also to ensure that as little damage as possible is incurred by the bones. Skeletons are then cleaned and stored in separate boxes, and ideally in climate-controlled buildings. I say ideally because, depending on the area of the world that you work in, climate-controlled buildings are not always available close to your excavation site. For example, it can be very hard to find climate-controlled buildings in the middle of the desert. That said, bioarchaeologists are trained to do the best they can with these circumstances until the skeletal collections are moved to a more permanent home at an institution like a museum or university. Once the skeletal remains are stored and cataloged, they can be accessed by researchers who treat the remains with great care. Usually, only one skeleton is observed at a time so that there is no mixing of remains. Remains are moved around as little as possible to minimize any risk of damage. They are usually placed on padded tabletops and not carried from table to table. We are trained to treat the bones with great respect and to expect that behavior of everyone else who handles human remains. Going back to the discussion of excavating human remains, it is very important to note that bioarchaeologists do not go around randomly digging up modern cemeteries. They are always at an archaeological site that the relevant government has deemed appropriate. Sometimes, in crowded cities, cemeteries that are no longer in use are excavated to make way for buildings. However, this decision is always made by the local or national government. Also, you can't excavate every human skeleton that you find. Different governments and cultures have various laws and conventions. For example, in the Middle East, it is not uncommon to find more modern Islamic burials on top of archaeological sites. The response will vary depending on your location, but often the local government or elders will decide what they think is the most respectful and religiously appropriate action. They may ask that the remains be covered again and the trench be moved, or they may allow the removal of the remains with the understanding that they will be reburied once excavation is complete. In the United States, there are much stricter regulations. If human remains are found, they must be reported to government representatives and all excavation must stop. This is in part due to the Native American Graves Protection and Repatriation Act, or NAGPRA. We'll include some sources on that topic on our website if you're interested. Different cultures have varying beliefs on how earthly remains should be treated, and it is important for all people, not just anthropologists, to respect that. 
So if you ever find human remains or something you think might be human remains, do not touch them. It is illegal to remove artifacts from public land in the United States, which includes human bone. Leave them alone, note their location, and get in touch with your local authorities. There is also the possibility that human skeletal remains could be a forensic anthropology case, which means it is very important that the scene not be disturbed in any way. Either way, leave the remains alone and contact the authorities immediately. Exactly. It's always better to be safe than sorry. Now let's shift to talking about how this series is laid out and how it differs from previous series. We're mixing things up a bit this semester, and we're going to get rid of our A and B episode designations. We've loved having the paired content and conversation episodes for the last two series, but we want to loosen the structure of the podcast and try some new episode styles. There will still be plenty of content episodes where Emma and I introduce major topics and ideas to you. The major change will come in the order of the episodes and the conversation episodes. We're going to start including interviews with department members in addition to the conversation episodes. We're also going to mix up the episodes a bit, so you may have two content episodes in a row with me and Emma, then an interview, then a conversation episode. Or two interviews between a conversation episode and a content episode. Basically, we think we'll be able to provide you with a lot more information this way. As always, though, the series will be devoted to discussing the many ways anthropologists study death by giving you basic information and highlighting research going on in our department done by both graduate students and faculty members. We'll be kicking off the death series with our first full-length episode soon. Alex and I will be discussing how anthropologists study identity, funerary culture, and age at death from human skeletal remains and mortuary archaeology. In the meantime, subscribe to the podcast and like us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at A Story of Us OSU, or check out our website, anthropology.osu.edu. And leave a review of the show. Remember, the more reviews that we have, the easier it is for people to find the show and fall in love with it just like you did. As always, this podcast is produced in collaboration with the American Anthropological Association. We hope you join us next time as we continue to explore a story of us, our humanity, history, and department. Thank you.